Okay. I think I fixed the audio. I cannot have that uh, audio that I had for the last time I did this. Sorry, I'm like an amateur trying to figure out this whole YouTube podcast thing for the first time. My name is Eric, and this is Fantasy Football Yoda. I haven't been on since February with Dominique and Steven. I don't even think I posted the Super Bowl predictions. Um, I had the Chiefs winning in a, in a tight contest, and yeah, I went the complete opposite way. So, you know, such as that. But hey, I'm really excited. I know it's August 7th, um, kind of late putting out fantasy quarterback rankings, but want to get this in. I'm not going to make this as detailed as my first one. Um, you know, unfortunately, I, I just don't have the time to do that. So I want to give a quality breakdown of the quarterback position for fantasy football. So let's just jump right into it. Okay. So the first guy, I guess I'll start with this. I have five tiers. So five tiers. Um, and each tier, obviously, you know, it gets worse and worse. So, you know, there's some upside in, in some tiers. And, and then by the fifth tier, it's just, you know, just backup quarterbacks that you'll be drafting. So let's just talk. Let's, let's just get right into it. Um, number one is Kyler Murray. It's pretty easy. Uh, number one, you know, that offense is completely centered around him. Really, you know, no running back threat. They like Chase Edmonds, James Conner. I don't know. I don't really make too much of that signing. The offense is going to go through Kyler. He's going to be responsible for probably, I mean, 85% of all the touchdowns for the Cardinals this season. And that's why he's going to be probably easily over 400 points. I got 700 rushing yards, eight rushing touchdowns, 33 passing touchdowns, 4,200 passing yards. So... Yeah, I mean, the defense isn't that great. And I just think there's going to be a lot of shootouts in the West. And, yeah, Kyler Murray, clear-cut number one for me. Patrick Mahomes is number two. It's his revenge tour. I mean, you, you could tell you could tell last year he really wasn't pushed a ton. Like, I mean, yeah, they were, you know, snoozing. You know, they were on cruise control a lot of the time last year, and they kind of didn't bring their A game a lot. You know, this year, this season, they want the one seed. They want the home field advantage. They want the easiest path for them to get back to the Super Bowl and avenge their loss, hopefully have a healthier offensive line in the Super Bowl. But, you know, bottom line is they're going to try to get the one seed. They're going to try to win and blow teams out like they did two seasons, three seasons ago. Okay, <clears throat> and that's why I have jo uh, Patrick Mahomes, number two. Josh Allen, that's what I was about to say, number three. Uh, I mean, you could make the case he's going to be the best. You know, he could be the, the number one fancy quarterback this season. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll circle back around to Patrick Mahomes real quick. So I have 43 passing touchdowns, 4,800 passing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. Again, a lot of these numbers that I'm doing, guys, are kind of what I think their floor is, kind of what I think most likely scenario is, um, is not their ceilings. So, I mean, even with those numbers, I mean, those are really good numbers. That comes out to around 400 fancy points, too. 
and I think I think there's only been ten, probably less than ten players ever to get over four hundred fantasy points. So to even have Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray in that discussion is, you know, one one of one of one of these quarterbacks is going to get to four hundred points. So, I mean, maybe it's Josh Allen. So let's get to Josh Allen, number three. Uh, just like Kyler Murray, there's really no threat of running back on this team. You have Devin Singletary. He's 5'6", 5'7", not that big. Zach Moss is a bigger back, but, I mean, you know, Josh Allen is the goal line running back. I think he's going to get seven rushing touchdowns. The offense is going to go through him. I wish he had a a little bit better receiving core to throw to. I mean, Stephon Diggs is great. I mean, I like Cole Beasley, but um, I, I just wish he had a better option, better, like, one or you know at least one you know then i might think like hey he's number one fantasy quarterback for sure but you know gotta gotta keep him three i got him at 4,200 passing yards 500 rushing yards seven rushing touchdowns and 33 passing touchdowns again that's really modest for even josh so i like that's around 390 points i think those three guys are the are the clear cut top tier one quarterbacks for this season okay let's get to the tier two tier two number four russell wilson so i feel really strongly about this i already spoke about the the nfc west a little bit i think it's gonna be a lot of shootouts there's a lot of really good offenses and not a ton of defensive talent i mean yeah the rams have aaron donald Jalen ramsey I mean, I, I can't even throw Leonard Floyd in there. I, I can't do it. Um, you know, they, they lost a lot. And then Seattle, they have Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams. Like, that's really it. They have no pass rush, you know. I mean, they'll have to blitz a lot. Um, yeah, so just going off of that, I mean, you could, yeah, you could say San Francisco. I mean, I mean, there's some talent, but I don't know. My my gut hunch is that offenses just have such a huge advantage, and there's there's gonna be scoring in that division. I, I just know it. So Russell Wilson, I feel really good about this. He's gonna throw for at least 35 passing touchdowns. So my numbers are 400 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, 35 passing touchdowns, and 4,100 passing yards. So that's around 350 points. He's the first player in tier two, fourth overall. The next player at number five overall is Justin Herbert, 23 years old, 22 years old last season. He put up really, really good numbers. So kind of like the NFC West, the AFC West, I see a lot of shootouts. Kansas City's defense can give up points. They haven't really done anything to make it that much better. And the Raiders' defense is a complete mystery as always. Who knows with them? The Chargers defense. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I like Brandon Staley. I like I like how he gets them to play, you know, more disciplined football this season. They'll be well coached. Uh, I just don't think they have the talent to keep up with better offenses. And the Broncos have a really good defense. So, you know, those – won't be great matchups for Herbert, but even in those games, I mean, maybe he's able to run it in. So, bottom line, it was kind of difficult for me between Herbert and the number six guy. 
which I will get to shortly. But modest numbers for Justin Herbert again. Oh, 4,200 passing yards, 33 passing touchdowns, 200 rushing yards, three rushing touchdowns. It's very doable. I mean, very doable. That gets you to around 340 offensive uh, fantasy points. They're running the New Orleans-style offense. Um, what, I think Lombardi. I think Lombardi, the grandchild of Vince Lombardi, is the offensive coordinator now for the Chargers, and he was with New Orleans for and Sean Payton for, like, I don't know, like a long time. Let's just put it that way. So if Lombardi can really get them to move the ball as well as New Orleans has for the last 15 years – I mean, Justin Herbert's a pretty darn good quarterback. I mean, I'm not going to put him in the class of Drew Brees yet, but uh, you could say he has more talent than Drew Brees. Let's see if he has the smarts and the accuracy like Drew Brees had. And then, man, that offense could take off. Love the upside with Herbert at number five. Number six is Lamar Jackson. I think he gets to 340 fantasy points easily. I mean, not, not much to say here. I do like the Rashad Bateman draft pick. He's pretty legit. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, he needs to learn how to catch the ball better. And you like Mark Andrews. And they have a whole bunch of other wide receivers they've drafted recently. So Lamar Jackson isn't a natural passer. He's not he, – he can pass the football. He's not great at placing the football in accurate windows. But he, he can throw the football pretty well, um, just not at an elite level. So with all that said, I mean, he's going to get to 340 fantasy points easily. I have him at seven rushing touchdowns, 950 rushing yards, 2,700 passing yards, and 26 passing touchdowns. So, yeah, I mean, I could see him being a 1,000-yard rusher and a 3,000-yard passer like he was his MVP season and get close to 30 passing touchdowns and close to 10 rushing touchdowns. And, hey, he could make a push for the number one spot. It's very possible. Very possible. We'll see. There's upside with Lamar Jackson as well. I guess out of the, out of a tier two, Russell Herbert and Lamar Jackson. Um, I just like Russ at four, just because I know what I'm going to get with him. I know exactly what you're going to get with Russ. He's going to get to 350 fantasy points. He's going to have a couple big games. I mean, I guess Herbert and Lamar Jackson are too. It's it's tough. It's really tough between those three guys right there. I mean, I mean. Put them all in a hat, take a name out, and I'm going to be very happy with them on my fantasy team. All right, let's go to Tier 3. Tier 3, Aaron Rodgers, seventh quarterback overall in my rankings. He's angry. He's very angry. And he wants to prove everybody. He, he always has a chip on his shoulder. So, yeah, he's going to play well. And he's finally clicking with this offense. Um, they don't have, like, all the best players around him, obviously. I mean, everyone knows this. You know, there's no clear number two wide receiver in Green Bay. 
despite all that, Matt LaFleur's offense, Aaron Rodgers embraced it, and he put up incredible numbers last season. So I see the same thing happening again. And I think he gets the 40 passing touchdowns, 4,200 passing yards, maybe two rushing touchdowns. I think his upside is a little bit capped, being that his receivers aren't the best. They drop passes. They hurt him from having from him having better stats. So not a ton of upside with Aaron, but he's going to finish the year as a top 10 quarterback. I really don't doubt it at all. All right, number eight, Dak Prescott. He's not that great of a touchdown passer. I don't know if it's because of the receivers he's had there. I don't know if it's because Jason Garrett and Kellen Moore like to run the ball inside the five-yard line a lot with Dak Prescott, but, you know, also with Zeke Elliott. So despite not throwing for a ton of passing touchdowns, I still think he gets to 30 passing touchdowns. He throws for a lot of yards. I put it only as 4,300 passing yards. I mean, he was on pace for like well over 5,000 passing yards before he got injured last season. So he could do, he could well outperform those numbers. I mean, 30 passing touchdowns, 4,300 passing yards. I have him only at 250 rushing yards and five rushing touchdowns. I think he runs a lot in the red zone. I think they have design runs for him there, but I don't think they're going to have a ton of design runs for him inside the 20 to 20 you know outside of the red zone we'll see I, I just don't think so I think they're going to play a conservative they don't want to lose him again that would be that would be really tragic so modest numbers lots of upside I mean I just don't know how effective I mean I, I just I'm cautious with guys coming off of injury that's why he's not in tier two. I have to keep him there. There's no doubt in my mind Dak could finish as a top three fancy quarterback. I just where he's being drafted right now, I would rather go with Russell, Justin, Herbert, or Lamar Jackson over Dak Prescott. And I don't know. I may maybe Dak's really seventh in my list, but Aaron Aaron's kind of the same way with the tier two guys. You, you know what you're gonna get with Aaron. I have to see with Dak. I mean, he's always dominated lesser competition. That's kind of been the the knock on him. You know, he can't. He doesn't play well against good defenses. So, I mean, we'll see. I I still think the verdict's still out on whether or not Dak's really that legit or not. You know, he gets a, he got a lot of garbage garbage yards last season because that defense was awful the first like six weeks. So, yeah, enough of Dak. Number nine, Joey Burrow. Joe Burrow. And I think there's a lot of upside with Joe. I haven't I haven't projected around 335 fantasy points, you know, kind of worst case scenario. 4,500 passing yards, 32 passing touchdowns, 200 rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. That gets you to around 330 fantasy points. I mean, this is a guy who threw for 60 has the NCAA record. I mean, just think about that, guys. It's it's just really nuts, man. Like, like what he was doing, he was like Steph Curry, man. He was like the Steph Curry of quarterbacks 
just I mean his touchdowns are like Steph Curry's three points, three pointers, you know? I mean, he's throwing touchdowns, you're like, no way he's not throwing another one. And then he throws another one, you're like, Oh my gosh, he threw another one. It's like Steph Curry's like, he's not gonna make that. And then he makes it like and you're just like scratching your head and you're just like, I gotta keep watching this guy, man. That's what he was at LSU. It was unbelievable, right? So I only have him projected at 32 passing touchdowns. He has Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. I think he outdoes those numbers that I have him at. I mean, that's kind of worst case. I mean, yeah. That offensive line, it's better at pass blocking. I mean, there's still some question marks there, but, I mean, it's a little bit of a concern. I like Joe Burrow a lot this season. I'd, I'd be fine with having him on my team. Uh, okay, moving on, number 10, Jalen Hurts. If he actually does start and starts every game this season, I think he's going to be a pretty good fantasy option. I have low numbers for him. I have 550 rushing yards, seven rushing touchdowns, 3,500 passing yards, and 24 passing touchdowns. And that gets you to 330 fantasy points. That is the power of having a dual threat quarterback for fantasy because those rushing yards are invaluable. Just having 500 rushing yards can catapult you into the top 10 of fantasy quarterbacks if you have, you know, really pedestrian numbers, really low numbers uh, throwing the ball. 3,500 passing yards. Hurts is a better passer than that. You know, he, he's not – He's not Lamar Jackson. You know, he's he's a better passer than Lamar Jackson is. Um, 24 passing touchdowns. We'll see. I mean, I think that's kind of his floor again. So, lots of upside with Hurts. They have a great offensive line in Philadelphia. They're kind of old. I think they're all above 30 years old. We're four out of the five starters on the offensive line for the Eagles. But – they have pretty good backups that got a lot of experience last season. They have a good running back, Miles Sanders. They have good wide receivers, talent at least. They have talented wide receivers at worst. And Zach Ertz came back. There's a lot to like. I mean, everything is set up for Jalen Hurts. Literally everything. Like, even if somebody gets injured in that offense, they're going to be okay. Like He has a chance to put up some good numbers. He's definitely somebody to keep an eye on. Okay. Kind of like Dak Prescott, enough of Jalen Hurts. Let's move on. This is now Tier 4, Ryan Tannehill. So Ryan Tannehill is my 11th quarterback on the board. I have him around 310 fantasy points. I think he gets there easily. He is 33 years old, so let's see if he runs as much as he has in the past. Um, but he likes to run. He does like to run. So, And they like to run the ball in Tennessee, too. But I think he gets around 3,800 passing yards, 30 passing touchdowns, four rushing touchdowns, 250 rushing yards. Tannehill is a good fantasy quarterback. He can always, I mean, especially if that Titans defense doesn't figure it out this season and they're still bad, Tannehill is going to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback, no doubt about it. If that defense is giving up points like they were last season, now, I don't think they will. I think they 
got more talented um, on all three levels. So I don't know. We'll see, though. I mean, the NFL is so crazy. You have no idea what these – I mean, you think you know what a team is in those first, like, five, six weeks of the season. Like, holy smokes, man. Like, what the heck is up with this team? Or what the heck is up with this defense? What's going on with this play caller? Like, it's a freaking circus. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay, number 12, I got Tua Tungavailoa. I'm optimistic about Tua. Uh, there, there's a lot of upside from Tier 3 and Tier 4. There's a lot of upside guys in here where you're like, man, they might put it together. I mean, they could. They could put it together. I don't know what happened with Tua last season. He wasn't confident at all. And Alabama, he was confident. I mean, my goodness. National championship game, you get sacked in overtime or, or, yeah, or whatever it was, and you're, like, at third down and 17. And then the next play, after you got sacked and, like, yelled at, like, from the sidelines with Nick Saban, you throw the game-winning touchdown pass. I mean, that's not what he looked like last year. I don't know what the heck happened with him, man. He looked so unconfident. No idea. He's got talent around him now, and a better, more, ex- or at least a more experienced offensive line this season. There's talent there, you know, and also there's not a good running game there in Miami, or you know, a running back where you feel, hey, I feel great about this guy. So, man, there's a lot to like with Tua. It's just like, come on, man, you got to put it together. You got to, you got to be confident again. I mean, you're looking less confident than Marcus Mariota did when he was playing in Tennessee. So I got 3,700 passing yards, 25 passing touchdowns, 350 rushing yards, and six rushing touchdowns. I feel good about that. I think he gets there easily. I think think that's like worst case, honestly. I don't know. And he could really explode. He could be like a 4,500 passer, 35 passing touchdowns with the rushing ability. I mean, there's there's lots to like with Tua. Um, Tannehill's more of a sure thing. That's why Tua's below him. All right, number 13, Tom Brady. Uh, if, if Tua didn't have the upside, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, you, you could put Tom Brady ahead of Tua if you wanted. Um I don't – I mean, they Bruce Arians likes to throw the ball down the field. There's no secret with that. Tom had a really great statistical season last year. I mean, just a good season outside of statistics. He's Tom Brady, man. He's 43 last season. He's going to be 44 years old this season. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. So, I think – there's just a lot of talent there. There's just so much talent. Evans, Godwin, Antonio Brown, Gronkowski, and O.J. Howard. I mean, O.J. Howard's probably the best tight end on that roster. Remember, he was hurt the whole season last year except for like two, three games. He's back. They got Gio Defani Bernard. They have a pass-catching running back. They didn't have that last year. And Leonard Fournette dropped a lot. I mean, he's not a, the best pass-catching running back. He's not awful. He was their guy, but that's not what Tom Brady's accustomed to. He's accustomed to smaller running backs catching the ball who are shifty, so he's got it now. I I think 4,200 passing yards, 35 passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. 
he does the quarterback sneaks on the one yard line all the time. He's gonna get a couple rushing touchdowns, and uh, it'll feel good when you have him starting and he gets them. <laughs> so yeah, he's thirteen. I got fourteenth last player in tier four, Matthew Stafford. I got Stafford at fourteen. McFay's offense, he could do a lot better than this, but I don't know. I just I don't think. I mean, I like. I like the wide receiver they drafted last year for the Rams. I forget his name. I think he's from Florida. I like him. I like Cooper Cup. I like Robert Woods, Bobby Woods. I like him. I don't know. I just I just feel like they still need like a like a better, more talented wide receiver there. Like somebody that's a game changer. But even regardless with all that, you know, Cam Akers is hurt. I do like Darrell Henderson. They'll still try to run the ball. They'll, they'll probably run the ball somewhat effectively because McVay's just, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a little math genius. Like, he's a football genius. So he'll get to 300 fancy points. I don't love the upside here, um, but I still think he gets 4,500 passing yards, 32 passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Matt Stafford, 300, around 300 fantasy points. Okay, so that's the first four tiers. The last tier, I'll just read the names off and talk about them briefly. Uh, 15, I have Trevor Lawrence. 16, Justin Fields. 17, Derek Carr. 18, Kirk Cousins. 19, Daniel Jones. 20, Matt Ryan. 21, Ben Roethlisberger. 22, Baker Mayfield. 23, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Deshaun Watson is a mystery. I have him at uh, just on the list, just at the bottom of the list. He's not ranked for now. I mean, obviously, if he if he plays this season, depending on the team he goes to, I mean, he's a top five fantasy quarterback, top seven at worst, at worst. So that is it. Oh yeah, I'll, t- I'll talk about it really quickly. Trevor Lawrence, he's he has some upside, but I mean, we got to see what he's about. I have him around three hundred fantasy points. I mean, he could he could break out. He could be a nice you know stash late late round. Justin Field, Andy Dalton's gonna start, so I don't know if you want to draft Justin Fields. Just you know monitor that situation because once he starts to play. Hey, I mean, he's obviously going to be worth something. You know, he'll probably get to 20, 20 fancy points. Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. A lot of people hate on him. I don't know why. He's such a gamer. He's such a competitor. Um, he's a good quarterback. He's a good NFL quarterback at that. So, yeah. He's at 17. He'll, he'll get to 280 fancy points easily. Good backup. I wouldn't mind having Derek Carr as my backup. Kirk Cousins. I don't know. It's I mean, Kirk's just not. Kirk had a lot of garbage stats last season. When you put Kirk on a pretty good defensive team, like a lot of his career, he has he has been on. He doesn't throw for a ton of yards. I think the defense is a little better. The Vikings still have some cornerback issues, and. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I'm not a big Kirk Cousins uh, believer. That's why he's at 18. Daniel Jones, he's a mystery. I'm not taking any risk on him for fantasy. That's why he's 19. Matt Ryan, I don't know. 
They struggled in the red zone. They always struggle in the red zone. I mean, they don't score a lot of touchdowns. That's why uh, Young Way Koo was kicking a ton of field goals and, like, top fantasy kicker last season, right? I mean, yeah, they got Mike Davis. He's a big running back. Todd Gurley wasn't the same last year. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you like Pitts and Ridley to hog a lot of production. Outside of those guys, I don't know. Yeah, that's why he's 20th. Uh, ben, Big Ben's at 21. They're trying to run the ball in Pittsburgh. That's my team. The owner came down, spoke to the offensive coordinator, like bypass after he told Tomlin and Colbert, he bypassed them just to make sure his point got across. <laughs> Went to Matt Canada, the new offensive coordinator, was like, we're running the ball this year. <laughs> so they're going to try to run the ball this season. I don't think Ben's going to have crazy stats. That's why he's at 21. Uh, Baker Mayfield, they're trying to run the ball in Cleveland. They have some, you know, he'll have some nice games, but, you know, not nothing that will make him like a top 12 fancy quarterback. Um, yeah, I'm not going to talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, he's, his ceiling's kind of limited for fantasy. And, yeah, so so that's it. I think the audio is a lot better on this. I'm really excited. I'm looking at the Audacity um, timeline. It looks really clean, so that's exciting. Um, guys, thanks for listening. Please share. Tell a friend. I do a lot of studying. I do a lot of research on every team almost or pretty I mean every player yeah I mean I look at every player on the depth chart even on the defenses I've watched football for such a long time I know these teams almost inside and out most of the, a lot of these teams inside and out so these rankings I'm telling you they're legit the guys I'm high on the guys that have upside target those guys late in your in, in your fancy draft and you'll have a really good quarterback so yeah, leave a comment, follow us uh, on YouTube, follow us on our podcasts, and yeah, I'm excited for the season. I hope this uh, quarterback rankings helps you, helps you guys out a lot. All right, see you on the next episode.